0: Tracy Cook and we are at the start of the Victim to Victory podcast series. We've got Lucy Tian with us today and she is very brave to share her story of how she has gone from victim to to victory thanks for joining us today lucy thank you so much for having me tracy i'm really looking forward to it it's a pleasure i'm so excited and i would like to get to know you i would like our audience to get to know you and thank you very much for being so brave of coming forward and sharing your story that i know is going to connect and impact so many people so thank you very much and i would love to
1: start by asking you Who is Lucy? Wow, that's a wide question. It is. Um, So I'm a lot of things, I guess. I'm a public relations professional. I'm a wife. I'm an auntie. I'm a best friend. I'm a fun lover. Um, I'm so many things that all come together to make me me.
0: Fantastic. Now, if you don't mind, take us back to the beginning of your journey you shared with me just recently of how you have gone from a very difficult a very difficult place and take us on that journey to where you are now
1: so it's really hard to actually place a beginning of my story i guess there was so many elements that all Came together to find me in a really vulnerable place in my life, where I didn't know where I was going. I was 24 years old. I was freshly divorced out of a five-year marriage. I wasn't working. I had had a chronic illness that had left me, um, led me to leave my workplace and wrap up all my freelance contracts to have some major surgery. Um, so I wasn't working. I was freshly divorced. I was alone financially for the first time in my life and I really didn't know where I was going and was already emotionally drained I'd put everything that I had into trying to make things work in my marriage for my husband my ex-husband and his son and I had nothing left to give but also had no idea where I was about to go
0: and you were 24 yeah and so much has happened (sighs) for a 24 year old
1: Yeah, it had been a very long journey already and it had taken everything I had just to get to where I was and looking at the mountain that I knew I had in front of me was overwhelming to begin with. And were you alone? Did you have family support? Yeah, I had some family. around me. Um, I was very blessed. I moved out of my ex-husband's house and in with a friend who was just completely amazing to me and um, really helped me just do what I needed to do to find where I needed to go. So for the first little while there I was kind of not doing a lot. My surgery was actually failing so I was in pain a lot. Um, The job market for my industry just didn't really exist at that time. Companies were still recovering from the GFC. Mm. There wasn't a lot of um, extra money around and my industry is quite often considered a want rather than a need. So there wasn't a lot to apply for, let alone anything that I felt was actually going to be invigorating and lead to a passionate response from me.
0: Now, you kind of just glazed over. I'm going to dig a little bit deep with you and um, I just want you to feel like you can open up um, and share a little bit about, you, you've you kind of glazed over the uh, surgery and recovery. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so I have very chronic um, endometriosis. I also have polycystic ovarian syndrome and adenomyosis. They call it the pelvic pain trifecta. Um, So I'd actually, by this point, I'd been diagnosed for five years and I'd already had two previous surgeries and this one was with the only endometriosis specialist in Western Australia Um, and this was supposed to be my crown jewel surgery. It's kind of your last stop. Of attempts that um, there is no cure so helping relieve those symptoms so the recovery was long and difficult mm. um, and especially at the same time my marriage was falling apart around me we'd suffered some other personal setbacks around my illness and fertility issues and um, my ex-husband wasn't coping I was trying to recover and cope so it was a really difficult being to try and recover both emotionally and physically and then removing myself from the situation when it was just no longer healthy and
0: that's good that you've seen the signs that you can actually remove yourself from the situation when you know that it's not a healthy situation to be in. Mm -hmm. So you were dealing with infertility.
1: Yeah, we dealt with infertility for quite some time. We'd had done rounds of IVF. We'd had a few losses along the way. I'd actually lost both of my fallopian tubes. So that was a big part of when I did leave and was trying to find myself in recovery. I had kind of a poor me, but poor me to the point that this is funny. I was 24, I was divorced, I was unemployed. I was infertile. I just thought, what a catch. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What a catch. How am I supposed to yeah so you've turned to humor <laughs> to kind of go well this is me yeah. um <laughs> yeah. i'm free to a good home yeah.
0: <laughs> and isn't it good sometimes that um you know we can sometimes turn the humor on ourselves and that is a, a very healthy thing to do to kind of go you know i'm a cat yeah the, yeah the
1: absurdity of this situation was just something that wasn't lost on me it was i can't believe that I'm here and how I got here and it's it's funny when it's that absurd it was kind of yeah (laughs) yeah so
0: from from out of the the humor um you know you kind of you're you're infertile you've got no income you're 24 you're divorced you're financially not knowing what to do in in your in your field um how how do you recover
1: from that what was your next step from that so it took. You know, a few months to begin with of slowly watching my savings dwindle, not seeing any opportunity anywhere for me. Um, You know, I'd had a lot of great freelance contracts and things like that previously, but once you kind of leave, it's very hard to get back in um, but I knew that I wanted to stay in my field Um, I love it and so I actually decided to go back to uni Um, this is just after my 25th birthday as a 25 year old mature age student and expand my public relations and event management experience into a triple major in marketing advertising and public relations which was a really big positive step to begin with um but to begin with it was probably the hardest thing I've ever done I um I felt like uni rejected me for the first couple of weeks that I was there it um it was a really rough ride to begin with
0: (laughs) yeah so how did you know that you needed to go to uni to be able to overcome this and become something that you weren't for that vulnerable 24-year-old. What was it inside of you that made you think, I can be better, I can do this, I need to go to uni because I have a vision. What was it that actually propelled you into that power?
1: It was doing something for me at the end of the day. I, through my marriage, had given everything over to my husband, some uh, mental health issues that stemmed from our issues. Um, We had full custody of his son um, and there was a lot of issues surrounding that as well and I had completely given myself over to building that family unit and trying to hold it together as best I can and had really taken a step back from myself and what I wanted for my life. So going to university was a chance to do something for myself, to achieve something for myself and to show that I could persevere and education has always been really um, strongly upheld in my family and it just felt i love to learn this is something that i know that i can do and it's something that i want to do so let's go do it and get that feeling of productive achievement back into my life
0: that is great productive achievement i really like that so when you're studying at uni and you said that you felt a little bit. You know, like it wasn't a, a fit at that time because yeah. you've gone through so much, right? You've yeah. been through a lot, <laughs> yeah. um, a lot more than a lot of 24-year-olds. I know a lot of 24-year-olds that just need to wear shoes and brush their hair, so you've been <laughs> through quite a lot. And to be able to go to university, and like you said, your, your, your family has placed a really big um, emphasis um, on education. Yes. So, that would be a core value of yours then? Absolutely. So, yeah. you've drawn on your core values to be able to go, okay, here I am, I'm a cat, I've got a core value of education, so I'm going to follow that stream. So, what are the, co- uh, the obstacles of going back to university at 25, which isn't old, But in university terms, it's kind of... It felt old. It it felt old. (laughs) (laughs) Then um, what are some of the the university struggles um, trying to recoup financially and and grow into and step into the power of what you are now?
1: Um, I mean, university itself, luckily I chose to go to um, Edith Cowan University and as soon as I stepped foot onto the campus, although I had some immediate struggles, I managed to, I'm the queen of organization, but I managed to mess up the scheduling of my classes, so I missed some. I um, traveled all the way up to the um, northern campus and I spent three hours in traffic to get there, only to spend half an hour looking for parking and giving up and leaving. I, at that point, I always want to say like, I just persevered, but I didn't. To begin with, I cried. Yep. And, uh, but I felt I have nothing else to propel me. I I just have to keep trying because I have to feel like I've achieved and excelled at this. So it was really, you know, the combination of the inclusive feeling from, especially my lecturers in particular, um, it just, it felt like my place at that time.
0: So although you were feeling down, you're probably a bit of self-doubt, I'm oh, guessing
1: Massively, yes. <laughs> you knew that. All of my eggs were very much in that university basket. If it didn't work out, I just I had no idea where I was gonna go. And how long were you going to be at university for? Um, I always said that I would do it at a slow pace and see what came up um, work-wise and opportunity-wise so I jumped in headfirst full-time and then I was actually very lucky I had a lecture in my third week at university um, and it was my events management unit and she was talking about an event that she had coming up so um, I eagerly, my ears pricked up and I listened to every detail that she happened to deliver during the course of the lecture. Um, and she mentioned that she was working with a city that I actually had experience working with um, and that she had some concerns about the processes and things like that. And I thought, I know how to do that.
0: So the university has seen you struggle, overcome these obstacles, break down, built yourself up from nothing. You've You've actually got your core value and thought, if this doesn't work i don't know what i'm going to do and then three weeks in the universe stepped in has stepped in and said this is where you need to be
1: yeah so i i didn't want to leave it up to luck though it's actually um she doesn't actually know about this but i thought i know how to do that so after we left our tutorial i stalked her Yep, I followed her <laughs> down to the little social area where people go to chat and smoke and things after class and I stalked her there and stood nearby until I saw my entrance and how are you going that was a really good lecture etc etc moved the conversation subtly to the event and said hey I actually know how to do that and from there that was how I got my foot back in the door she said well, help me Let's do this. And since then, she's actually become a very close friend and we now co-coordinate the event every year.
0: That is fantastic. (laughs) So what you're saying is when you've got nothing else to lose, you become so resourceful that you will do anything but keeping your core values in check to be able to go on to better yourself. Absolutely. Wow, that is fantastic progress. And obviously, you're, you're thriving now and everybody listening to this can um, click on your link to see what you're actually uh, doing now with that. Now, I just wanted to bring it around um, full circle, um, if it's OK. Talk to us, if you don't mind, about going back to um, the, the, the infertility issues. Um, if you can share with us... Um, How that makes you you feel
1: um it's an ongoing struggle it is something that um has come back around i'm remarried now Um, congratulations uh, thank you (laughs) um so i'm am remarried now so it's definitely you know it was different this time because i was able to be very upfront about my situation from the beginning of the relationship um my husband is amazing and said well we'll see what happens. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So, you know, there's been some ongoing struggles around. We did some um, some more treatment and unfortunately didn't have any success. So it's definitely been an ongoing struggle, but I am very lucky that the the process that got me to this point has given me such passions in my life and, um, you know, that led me to this career that I have that I have so much fulfillment from so many other areas in my life that it before it seemed insurmountable mm. and now it's just part of what may or may not happen. I have so much fulfillment from all the other areas in my life.
0: That is so wonderful. So wh- when we actually lose something, we gain something else. Yeah. Now, for those people that are listening, and um thank you once again for for sharing this this brave brave story i'd like to um dig a little bit deeper Mm uh just at this point because i I feel you're glazing over a couple of things that probably um i would like to with your permission dig a little bit deeper uh into what is it like being married so young
1: Yeah, so, um, it was an experience, my, I, (laughs) we were engaged three months into our relationship, um, and then we were married two months later, um, we eloped in Bali, I was 19 or 20, I think, so very young, um, you know, it was, it wasn't a mistake, I'll say that, it was challenging in some ways, but in other ways. You know, later on we experienced our troubles but in other ways it was excellent. I had a partner in the world and that's something that I think a lot of other young people really struggle with that they feel like they're in it by themselves and they don't know what's going to happen next. I had a partner that was mm-hmm. there and in it with me all the time so it was Challenging, especially since our fertility issues came up very quickly after um, we got married with an ectopic pregnancy so it was an uphill battle because fertility came up right away um, we had custody issues with his son so there was a lot of pressure on a very young marriage and two very young people in it from the very beginning but I think having that partner in it To help me overcome it gave me the building blocks to be able to overcome everything else that I eventually had to in my life. So it's all about learning. It's all about progression. It's all about
0: moving forward and learning the lessons, right? Definitely, learning the lessons that universe gives us, and either um, we learn and we grow, or we or we stay stagnant, don't we?
1: Yeah, and I've had many people that you know they've heard the stories of chronic illness, and um, you know my ex husband's mental health, and um, ectopic pregnancies, and subsequent infertility, and pain management, and they kind of say to me I I don't know how you get out of bed every day and I kind of just say to them because you have to it starts off because you have to you can't just stay there and then eventually because you have to becomes because you want to because there's something exciting that's come from the because you have to and then before you know it it's not an effort at all it's part of what made you who you are oh I love that so much And I like that you
0: say, because you have to. Because there's more for all of us. There's more for us to strive to. And it doesn't matter what is happening with our lives. You can actually use that as a lesson to propel you to get out of bed because you have to.
1: Yeah, and I believe we all give a lot of value to others in our lives in one way or another. And when you stop, you're, you're lessening your outward value in the world and other people need something from you at all times, not in a selfish way if they need you to do something for them, but you, your existence and your positivity or whatever ap- attribute you might have adds value to their lives. So being able to get back up, even just add value to the world again, is it's so important. I absolutely love that, add value to the world,
0: Get up because you have to and the things that you have endured and I can tell they are a pain point Um, I can tell that you were watering up there a couple of times so I would really like to thank you I would really like to praise you for being so brave of sharing your story and letting us get to know who Lucy is and to send a message if you were to send and wrap up your experiences with what you've said What message would you like to finish with to let our audience and everybody know today, what message would you like to send to the world?
1: Uh, Look, to be honest, there's quite a few, but I think they all boil down to, you have value, you will stumble, and that is okay there is never going to be an existence on this world for someone that's just easy going and sometimes it's really hard but getting back up is so so worth it every time i absolutely love that lucy
0: thank you so much High fives, Thank you. <laughs> I
1: absolutely
0: love it, I love your story, I love the way that you um, hold yourself and I can feel from you just sitting next to you on the couch. You are a powerful woman and I don't think that you actually know how much power you have to step into yet, okay? I I mean that in a very, very positive light because I can tell you are going to go on to do great things. You've got such posture, such power. You have got a message to share and I know you're going to connect with everybody here and I very, very appreciate you coming in and sharing that beautiful story with us today. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to share it with everyone. I really appreciate it. I'm very grateful, thank you. That was Lucy. Make sure that you check out the YouTube podcast series, Victim to Victory podcast series, and show Lucy, our special guest, lots of support. Don't forget to like and subscribe and tell your friends all about the Victim to Victory podcast series. And thank you once again, Lucy. Thank you, Tracy.